Guess who has a bard? It's season four of World Walkers. Hopscotch is a bard. On season four of World Walkers, with Layla, Harold, and Dyson, they'll stop the bad guys or die trying. Let's see what's in store on season four of World Walkers. What's up, everybody? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers, a weekly D&D podcast where four world lost travelers are trying to find out where they are. Hi, I'm Callie, and I'm playing Layla, the middle-aged elven druid who likes to stick her nose in everybody's business. Hi, I'm Jess. I play Hopscotch, a human bard that likes to party a little bit too much. Hi, I'm Frank. I'm playing Dyson Kyocho Belrock, a dwarf barbarian who's only good at fighting. Hi, my name is Wesley. I will be playing the goblin gunslinging ranger Harold, who looks to free the oppressed with stealth and guns. After surviving the collapse of the reality they've been trapped in, our lost travelers find themselves somewhere altogether new. What lies ahead of them? And what will they discover as they continue to explore the path before them? Discover what happens in Season 4, Episode 7. Curious. So despite the fact that each one of you entered at different times, and there was obviously a gap between when the rest of you entered and Dyson, um, it seems like you all tumble out at the exact same time. And you kind of fall into this like, kind of like wide cobblestone plaza. And then you take a second to get your bearings, but you kind of are able to start comprehending what's happening. And as you kind of look around, soft, bright light hits your eyes. As you fall out of this door and leave the crumbling world behind you, your eyes open up to see a splendid city of marvel sprawled out before you. You spill out, crashing into cobblestone streets made up of several materials. There's gravel, precious metal, and several types of rock-like materials that make up the pathways of the city. As you look around, you see the buildings come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, everything from archaic steeples with piles of oranges kind of splashed into the windows to magnificent mansions full of many rooms and chambers. The buildings are eclectic, but there does seem to be some sense to their placement. The buildings get bigger the further you go into the city. More perplexing than the buildings are the people. There are noble knights in suits of armor composed of pajamas. There are kids running the streets wearing the robes of archmages. Even dukes seem to be strutting around the city with some sort of authority. Everyone seems content. You can't find an unhappy face in the crowd. As soon as you start to become aware and somewhat comfortable with your surroundings, you notice there are a number of staircases in the city just right in the middle of the streets. They lead up to the city directly above you. The people and places in the sky are upside down, or, or maybe you are. At this point, you're not sure anymore. There's one building in particular that catches your eye, one that starts at the bottom and then reaches all the way to the top of the other city. It expands the full height available. It has many windows and a large, beautiful door etched with stars and trees that fill you with a sense of inspiration. At that point, each one of you gains a point of inspiration. I'm very curious about this place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does that mean? 
So inspiration is if you have a point of inspiration at any point, you can spend that point of inspiration to roll twice and take the better result when it comes to basically almost any D20 roll, ability checks, attack rolls, things like that. It can't be used for damage. Inspiration doesn't stack. So you either have a point or you don't. Uh, Like if I tell you you have a second point, it doesn't stack on top of each other. Cool. But yeah, um, so you're all kind of scattered about the ground. The people that are walking through the streets, they don't seem to pay you any attention. Maybe it's normal for them. Uh, Maybe they got better stuff to do. It's hard to tell, but... Where? I'll turn to the dragon dude. What dragon dude? The guy who helped me, who saved me. It seems like that, as soon as you come through, that door of uh, shimmering light (laughs) shuts. Oh. Huh. Are you guys okay? You watched as he was falling. Like, he shattered his own ground to get you out of there. Shit. What? Dyson, you killed the cool MPs. I didn't kill anyone. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> you we guys okay? Had dragon dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as good as I can be here. What? What is? What is this place? It's weird. I'm gonna roadie rope my uh, rope back up. Let's go to the pub. I mean, I feel I don't think we're out of the dream that we were just in. Almost is. Harold would look to a, a passerby and be like. Where are we? And can you get drunk here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the individual walking by has a, a really, really uh, long beard. It looks like it's a beard that has seen many ages. And their robes that they're wearing are kind of blue. And they have like a, a dagger on their side. Anybody with any sort of magical knowledge would know that it's in a fame. It's used in ceremonies. Um, and they look over at you. And she says, I'm sorry? Um, yeah, we are new in town. Where are we, and can you get drunk here? And she kind (laughs) of smiles, and she points off in the distance, and she says, um, yeah, there are are taverns that you can find, absolutely. Um, You're in Mercurius. How did you get here if you don't know where you are? Where's Mercurius? I'm uh, curious about this Mercurius. You must be your first time here. We were in the memory forest. They just like one really hairy eyebrow goes up, and then and then he would just keep being like, you know, because of the trial to be the guardian and the forgotten. I'm starting to feel like now I understand why that forgotten guy was really mad. It's coming to me now. It's making sense. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. No, they just you know, she just shakes her head and she just she like puts her fingers into her beard and just just starts like dusting it off almost and gets rid of it. She's probably about like in her in her uh, early 20s and then she um, starts kind of like combing at her hair and kind of shaping it into like a new style. Is, is this real? And she just cocks her head and she's like, are dreams real? Dreams? That, I don't know, are they real? I'm... Yeah, dreams. Have you ever dreamed before? Well, yes, but it's just when you're sleeping and then you wake up and it's done. Yeah. This is like your first, first time here. Well, <laughs> she's yes. She's kind of laughs. Yes. And, um, she's like, well, I 
I gotta go. <laughs> well, hold on, before you go, what's that big building over there that reaches all the way up? That, that's the Tower of Inspiration. Oh, what do you do there? I don't do anything there. With that, she walks off. She's like, I only got a few more hours, I'd have to guess. Oh, uh, okay. Thanks. Guys, I, I think we're dreaming. Yeah, I would agree. There's an upside-down city up there. Oh, hmm. that was probably a good clue. I probably shouldn't yes. have asked the follow-up question. <laughs> now that you point that out, <laughs> it I seems didn't. quite obvious. Yeah, this is kind of literally looming yeah. above us. All I know is uh, I need a drink. I could second that and triple let's it. Let's go. Well, maybe we can at least find some people to talk to. Yeah, let's let's go find a place to get drunk. We should find out what happened to the people who saved us. Or, Well, I mean, I saved me, but... <laughs> <laughs> from but saved us from what? What the heck was that? Yeah, I we I feel like you know what? Harold feels like he could use a drink too. Yeah, this let's, is maybe can, not uh, the worst idea. We'll be able to find answers to all of our questions or at the bottom of a glass. Become okay with the questions. A nice place <laughs> to sit and take a, a breath. Maybe a even think that there are no questions worth answering. I mean, if this is all a dream, it's, you guys have been great dream companions, but I really don't know what any of this means. <laughs> it means you got new dream friends, at least. Well, dream friends, let's get a dream drink. Yeah, and then if that, um, it sounds like we're all in agreement, so Harold would, like, reach out and tug if someone was nearby and be like, excuse me, where's the, where's there a tavern? Someone stops and turns around and kind of look down at you. They're almost impossibly tall. Um, they look like they kind of make their living inside of some sort of rugged, do-or-die um, forest. They just have, like, the scraps of whatever animals they've killed. They have uh, really long hair and these, like, perfect slabs of steel for cheeks. They turn around and they're like, what did you say? Uh, Dyson. You should talk to him. He seems like your kind of person. Well, it's um, it's not a him, but uh oh. Hey, uh, where can we get drunk at? Please point to the same place the other person pointed. <laughs> All right, on. What do you do here? Just looks you up and down, shakes their head, mm. walks away. Do you know about a dragon man? Stops and turns around. <sighs> In a what? small person. Well, I mean, regular size, I guess. To they me. saved us from some <laughs> kind of ever falling expanse. Now we lost him. You should thank him. I don't know where to find well, him. Well, they're sort of gone now. She she points to the like the city, and in the city above, it's like, do you understand what you're asking? Have I ever met a person in this city? Oh, I see. That is very fair. I can just <laughs> give you a look, and they're like, good luck. Can we describe the person to them? <laughs> Does that help? Well, they're, they're gone. They're, they're kind of fed <laughs> up with this. All right. Let's go. That, that person... Was at least five Dysons tall. I've got to get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just change all measurements to Dysons? I know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the tavern is 20 Dysons away. Three and a quarter Dysons. Yeah, yeah. Three and a quarter Dysons. <laughs> I move uh, 30 feet or uh, as I like to call it, seven Dysons. <laughs> Three Dysons tall. Yes. Five Dysons fat. Kilo Dyson. 
A kilo of Dyson. <laughs> Just little Dyson. Dyson squares of heroin. That pure cut. Always oh, get a little taste. Let's see how much to cut. It's business. Let's let's head to the place that yes. people have pointed out as a tavern. And maybe we will follow up on where the other people are. All right. Maybe they're at the tavern waiting for us. <laughs> Trying to get thirsty. Harold's Harold's already started walking off. Yeah, and no, he's just is walking. He's walking towards the building and also like probably doing that tourist thing you do where you like openly stare at people like just wide eyed looking around as you're walking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, your like cousins are in from out of town and you're like, just stop staring at people. So you make your way down the cobblestone streets and you start to kind of almost get lost in some of the buildings as you walk. And before you know it, you find yourself in front of a um, rather impressive tavern. It's got two mugs of ale for the sign kind of crashing into each other. And then a couple of uh, big smiles underneath, like just like toothy grins with no faces. Mm -hmm. And the tavern is called uh, Pint of Inspiration. Nice. <laughs> and the doors look very welcoming. It's a two-story establishment. All right, walking in. I'm going to fling open the doors, walk in, be like, Hopscotch is here. <laughs> um, so some people actually do. They turn around, they're like, Huzzah! And they kind of give you some props, because not sure why. Maybe they've heard of you. Maybe they just like flair. I'm a folk hero. Harold tries to capitalize on the moment. And Harold! He's with me. Huzzah! <laughs> and Dyson. Gaiocho. Meh. I'm with uh, Hopscotch. I just kind of look at I'm all of these three and just kind of walk around them to go sit at a table. And Layla. <laughs> I just keep walking. It's cool out your head, man. What? I'm You'd sorry. if you followed me. I feel like I want to, like, just walk behind the bar and like give the uh, the tavern owner like some secret, some secret insider words so that they know like ah oh, you're one of me. <laughs> bar back. <laughs> yeah, so it's a two-story establishment. You can see that basically the second floor consists of almost just like a walkway around the edge, so you can see from whatever angle. If you're on the second floor. You're always next to a balcony, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's there's tables packed, and then there is there's the actual bar off to the far left, and yeah, they're going to town. Drinks are being flung everywhere. Everyone's having a great time. I just go find a nice spot to sit. Where what what constitutes a nice spot for Layla? Where what kind of location? Second floor, first floor. I mean. Somewhere that's not, like, too crowded, but not necessarily empty. Just kind of, like, a nice medium. Just, you know, n not, like, elbow to elbow with people and stuff, but still feeling like she's around people. Yep. And mm -hmm. you didn't see that kind of spot, but as you look for it, you find it. Okay. She just goes and has a nice little seat. Do all of you uh, join Layla? Yeah. Or at least I do. Kind of give the... Uh Give the bar top a, a sorrowful look like one day, pal. Harold takes his his lack of huzzah and just follows Layla. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of gave you one after. I got you, man. It's cool. Get a half hard one. <laughs> Harold feels accomplished again. 
No, I think this is like an odd experience for Harold because he's a little used to kind of being the weird one in a city. And now he feels like, oh, the city is full of weird things. You know, like, Mm -hmm. he's finally moved to the big city and he doesn't stand out. And it's both terrifying and very nice. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So you uh, you all take a seat. And then before you know it, a waiter walks by and he just gives two quick two taps to the table and you look down and your drinks are ready. Nice. Oh, sweet. Well, that was. Thanks. Oh, excuse me. Uh, hello. Uh, turns around. He's got like the kind of like the, uh, de- he's a ginger of a modest height with, uh, I hate to say it, uh, hopscotch, but a pretty, uh, tr- pretty bitch and goatee. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll be mine. What? He turns around and he's got a, uh, a red vest and a red bow tie, white shirt tucked in, button up underneath, black uh, black pants. This is like a little fancy for a tavern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a little out of place, but he's making it work. Harold tries his best to begin like explaining the people he saw as though maybe like the tavern owner sees a lot of people or the tavern, you know, the waiter sees a lot of people. So maybe he can describe these people and maybe he can get some more information about them. Well, what you're describing is uh, is a, a dragonborn. And dragonborn? Dragonborn? Huh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met one. Like hatched? I don't get into that kind of business, but um, someone descended uh, their lineage can be traced back to the dragons. Holy shit. And then he kind of thinks, he goes, ah, first time I'm curious? I guess so. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. (laughs) We're curious. Uh, What is this? Um, He kind of thinks this is, uh, Mercurius is the the city of dreams. And that means what exactly? Looks at other tables, makes sure he's okay. Looks back. Well, um, kind of folds his arms and he's like, um, I guess it's a big question. This is your first time. I mean, you're all you're all lucid dreamers, right? Whatever that means. Maybe you seem to have a, a bit more a uh, bit more of your wits about you than the, uh, the average person. Most people don't. Well, yes. Question why they're here. Um, hold on. Do you want to wake up? No, not till I've had this. Will I wake up at home? Is that? It's kind of shrugs. I don't know where you slept last. But I could just leave all this and not have to deal with it, or what? How is that? Are you all? Kind of looks up, looks around. Are you? Are you all friends? Did you I come just here met together? each other. We came here together, but we just met. Well, this is like all right, people. Great, but um, you can wake up whenever you want to. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Um, can I ask a dumb question? One more and then I gotta go. Okay. How do you wake up? Basically, <laughs> I just really, really want to. I mean, or someone beat you up, I guess. That would be another way, but... I've woken I'm... up like that many a time. Oh, so something bad happens to us, we'll just wake up and it'll be okay. Oh, so against wherever that thing is we were fighting that was, like, shape-shifting, we could have oh, just... Yeah. It probably wouldn't have killed us then, literally. So we could have just woken up if it hurt us too much. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. 
All right, I get back to my tables. All right, thanks a lot. I'm going to down my vodka. <laughs> I'm going to think really hard about a glass of vodka next time. All right, well, we have no idea where those people are now still. But I guess maybe they woke up. Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe we should just go to that big building. I mean, I, I'm a little curious about this place. It's interesting. It doesn't seem like there's too much harm looking around. I mean, it is just a dream. You seem like lovely people. It also has finally kind of gotten okay, maybe. Yeah, I mean, now that there's not things trying to attack us. Yes. And so we, we got Dyson's drink, uh, a uh, vodka. Hopscotch, what are you drinking? Uh, mead and ale and a thing that looks like it's... Can you drink it out of a dragon's mouth? I got this little shot. Then I got uh, a bigger shot. And then I got like the triple shot. And then this one smokes. (laughs) Yeah, it just takes up valuable space. Yeah, so every time you're ready for another drink, that waiter walks by and just. No, no, I had them all at once. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) This round one. I'm going to have a, a whiskey drink, a vodka drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lager drink. I knew where this was going. Take a cider drink. Layla? She just probably got a nice, like, nice wine. Nothing, like, not too, too fancy, but not just, like, you know, shitty wine. You know, not box wine. But <laughs> just, like, a nice, nice so a nice wine. Merlot. Yeah, nice Merlot, sure. Go with that. After I uh, get through round one, I just kind of look at everybody and be like, you know what, guys? I'll just hang out here as however long you want to. I mean, you guys are pretty fun to be around. All right. Yeah, uh, unlike uh, the last place you're at, Hopscotch is feeling it. (laughs) (laughs) Fine with me. Harold? Uh, Yes, my drink is in a simple bottle. Um, It's a home-brewed microbrewery beer uh, <laughs> the gunslinger master he had Crosby loved experimenting and of course that meant experimenting <laughs> with drinks as well and so it's like one of Crosby's special brews there's probably a pun there that I'm just not thinking of right now Crosby's locked and loaded ale damn <laughs> nailed it um <laughs> <laughs> But it's, like, written, you know, hand-labeled. And so it's a nice, like, reminder of home. And so, yeah, he would sip it and be like, oh. Hmm. I mean, I suppose there could be worse things than getting exactly what you want. Still don't have goatee. <laughs> well, I mean, hold on. Arrow would reach over to Hopscotch's face and rub like he saw the lady rub. <laughs> and try to manifest good, I'm good, I'm good, a goatee. Don't worry. You know, it'll grow. It'll grow and I've become worthy. <laughs> oh wait, oh. Is, can I have a goatee? And Harold put his hands up. You pull out a, a goatee out of there. <laughs> no. He's just stretching no. his skin. Stroking my beard. Is it working? <laughs> Do I have a goatee yet? That is a no, my dear. Oh, it's good. I didn't really think you would. Goatees aren't something you grow, it's something you're born with. Well, <laughs> just like ah, beard. I mean, if you're a dwarf, perhaps. <laughs> no, I came out of my mom. We had to be butt smooth. 
That's information that I did not need to have. So, okay. So wait, hold on. So, I don't know a ton about dwarves being born. You said you came out smooth, but a goatee is something you're born with, not that you grow. So, well, after after about you um, can grow a goat, you can grow a beard, but not a goatee. Don't get fresh with me. Is, is that what? <laughs> no, uh, uh, I came out smooth. I was a late. I was a late bloomer. It happens. Trust uh, me. Maybe like the beard came out separately. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that was what I imagined. Beard, as I took like, in, like she delivered him, and then came the beard. And then came as the beard. I took in nutrients, grow <laughs> as a baby, uh. the beard came in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and chest hair when I was born. But you were saying you were baby smooth. butt smooth. I am. Look, did your mom just think that your face was your butt? Look, Be like I'm, I'm a baby. How? I'm on my third tequila or third glass of vodka. I'm as yes. smooth as I need to be at all times, whenever, no matter the diet, the hey, climate, hey, the Dyson, weather. Dyson, Dyson, go hit on that girl over there. Where is she? I, I want to see the man in action. Oh. All right. All right. All right. Whew. Do it. Do it. I'm getting up. Pedro. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm walking over to the girl in question. All right. Just, looks like she's having a fine time and Didn't just looks content to be by herself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll pull up a chair or sit across from her. I have always wondered. Harold says to uh, Upscotch, if you get slapped really hard in a dream, if it wakes you up, I think <laughs> I'm about to find out. Find out. <laughs> Hi. That poor girl. I'm Kyocho. Who are you? I'm the man from dreams. <laughs> Would you say you were the I'm man? I'm the man from dreams. She looks up. Nope. <laughs> goes back to her drink. Shut down. <laughs> so I'm going to grab the drink that hopefully is there now in front of me. Yep. And, uh,. Sip it for a minute and then kind of blow some bubbles back into it. Ew. Is your go-to move? <laughs> that could be you. <laughs> Let me throw something on you and see if it fits. How it fits. And I'll knock on the table twice and stand up. And then, like, let the plumage come out. <laughs> I want to take your Dyson virginity. <laughs> Where you go with it? <laughs> I just wanted to be known. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check at disadvantage because you don't realize how drunk you are yet. Can it be like triple disadvantage because it's so fucking creepy? I mean, you have a point Ooh. of inspiration. Just level it out. What did you get? That one? Please be in that one. Please. Be I got a one. one. <laughs> I rolled a two minus one. Wait. Oh, I was hoping it was a nat one because then it'd be a zero, but that's still good. <laughs> I can oh take your God. Dyson virginity. That line would never <laughs> work. After he just like spilled into his drink, too. <laughs> That's hilarious. What a wreck. 
like the master at work. (laughs) (laughs) Harold leans back and says, I have an eight charisma and no, this is a bad move. (laughs) (laughs) So um, she looks up and then she looks at the bartender and then uh, Dyson finds himself outside. (laughs) (sighs) I'm going to wait for them to come out. Well, that seems about right. <laughs> oh I know, I know when I've, I know when I've been cut off. So you got what you all see is you see uh, Dyson plumage, and then you see Dyson <laughs> disappear. <laughs> but then you hear the, you, you watch the door opens and then shuts. And it's not too hard to figure out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, who yes. wants to go to the next tavern? <laughs> yes, I think we. Overstayed our welcome here. I I don't think we have done anything wrong. <laughs> That's very true. Well, yeah, Harold will finish his drink and go join Dyson. As we walk out, I just kind of walk by the girl and I say, I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> she just kind of nods. She's like, hmm. he's not coming back in here ever again. So, No, he's not. Really? I'll go, uh, when they come out, like, Guys, I come out and I'm like, dude, that was epic. <laughs> oh, my I, God. I think I had a shot. I think I don't think I should have blown into my uh, glass. I it think she perfect. told you no. And it then you continued perfect. and you should have respected the ladies. That that wishes. bar was I mean, come on. Do wear a bow tie. And deliver. What, kind, what kind of tavern is that? That's a good tavern. I that's, that's one of the best there. taverns I've ever been in. Stuffy crowd, though. You have not been to mine. Guarantee you. Bowtie free zone. Why don't we head to that tower now? Might as well. I promise I'll put the plumage away. I'll just button my shirt back Please up. Please do. <laughs> he's just sitting out there. <laughs> waiting for Exposed. You. I like to think that he's still like a peacock, you know, like because they put the feathers out and they walk around. On. All I'm saying is I, I keep my napkin in my back pocket. Yes, let's not expose ourselves in the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are you heading? Towards the Tower of Inspiration. <laughs> All right. So you make your way um, <laughs> through the streets. <laughs> Sorry. I just had something. I, I have a better pickup line. <laughs> are you going to pocket it? Are you no. going to write it down and save it? Save it, save it, save it. No, I'm going to save it. Save it for the right time. All right, so... Um, you make your way, and if it, uh, it doesn't take too long before you find yourself in front of the tower. And like I said, it, you're at the base of the tower. It expands and reaches all the way up into the uh, city above, until the base of the tower. Like At some point, essentially, it's like the tower almost flips upside down in its construction. Because you can see it every, the city's upside down, and there's a door to enter the tower above you as well. Upside down on its cobblestone streets. Do you think when you're inside, you flip upside down too? Hmm. I hope not. I, I don't know out. about this place. <laughs> Head up towards the door. Well, this is a beautiful blue door of excellent construction. Do we knock? Are there like any signs or anything anywhere? Or no. anybody going in and out of this building? Nope. Yeah, I'll I'll knock then. Three heavy knocks on the door. A little louder than you anticipated. Um, And then you kind of wait for a minute. And then you hear some noise behind the door as locks are rustled with. 
and handles are fumbled with, and then finally the door is swung open. Standing before you, wearing a maroon vest with a white shirt and pressed pants, stands an old halfling, one who's obviously seen a long, long life. They look you up and down, and there's a bit of realization that comes over their face. And there's kind of a smile, and then finally they say, Ah, first time here, eh? Yeah. Yes. How did you know? You just you just have that look about you, and uh, I kind of smile. Can you oh. tell us more about this place? So the halfling walks out the door, like, and then shuts the shuts the door, and um, says, "Where, where do you all come from?" Just trying to figure you out, kind of squinting. I'm from Menroth, Rhombolus. Kind of shake their head, look over to uh, Layla. I'm from Aubendale. On Minroth as well. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your names. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Layla. And you are? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, she puts her hand out and says, My name is Eleanor. And she shakes your hand. Eleanor. Very lovely to meet you, Eleanor. Thank you. And you are? <clears throat> and looks over at Dyson. I am Dyson Kyocho Bellrock. Just kind of nods. She kind of looks over and she's like, Has he been drinking? Uh, yes. <laughs> she she kind of giggles. And, um, <clears throat> it's like this kind of like like this well worn hearty giggle of like a that's a giggle that's seen a long life. And um, she looks over to Hopscotch. What's up? Oh, you you you, you are. <laughs> uh, I'm Hopscotch. Perhaps you've heard of me. She looks around. I'm sorry, I haven't. So uh, what's uh, what's with this tower? Well. Well, this is the Tower of Inspiration, and um, she looks over to Harold. I'm Harold. And he puts his hand out. <laughs> she kind of nods. And she says, I didn't catch where you two are from. Oh, I'm from Cog. And she kind of pauses and then. <gasps> Have you been? The other guys don't know of it, and it seems very weird that they don't know of it. I, uh. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> a long, long time ago. Um, this is the Tower of Inspiration. Um, did you build it? I I did not. This tower was built by the architect. Who's that? Um, this is the person that uh, was responsible for building this entire city and the tower. The whole city? Well, wow. Wait, like both the... Up city and the down city? Uh, yeah. Once uh, he puts his mind to something, he gets pretty determined, and it's, it's uh, really, really hard to pull him out. Huh. Oh, this is quite a feat. It's a great city. Uh, yeah, it's doing all right for itself. Uh, she kind of chuckles again. What are you? What are you doing here? We don't rightly know. That's kind of why we're oh. coming. Oh, the dragonborn. Right. We should ask about them. Oh, yes. Do you know some? I think he, they said his name was... I think I heard Hadir? With that, once you drop the name, she kind of raises her eyebrows a bit. She says, Hadir? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's um, of uh, golden dragon descent, I believe. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. That fits the description. And he had a little friend with him with a little hat on. She kind of giggles again. She's like, that I, I could be anyone. I suppose I, I'm fedora. sorry, I didn't catch their name. Not Fedora, I mean... Kind of wear whatever you want here. Um, no, I'm, I don't know who that is, but I have to imagine. Um, you're 
probably looking for uh, the Court of Walkers. And that would be? Oh, well, once you start looking for it, you'll find it. That's kind of how the city works. That's how uh, how it was designed. (laughs) Oh. What is the Court of Walkers? Uh, The Court of Walkers is where the Dreamwalkers uh, are are stationed. The who? What are Dreamwalkers? It's probably best if they explain a lot of that. True, true. I don't. It's not really my scene. I'm a, and she kind of looks down and she's like, I'm not, um, not one for adventuring anymore. Oh, but you're used to. Mm, not like all of you. And she kind of, uh, looks at all of your equipment. There's like, there's adventuring and then there's whatever, you know, something more traditional like you. I, explorers, I guess, is a better way to put it. I wouldn't say adventure, but all right. Well, either way, it was lovely to meet you. She kind of smiles and she says, Hard for me to believe you don't adventure, but you are a druid. Well, but I'm more of a homebody type. We'll see. She kind of smiles again. All right. Hmm. Well, um, I guess we should look for that court of walkers, perhaps? Or, well, before, what is this tower? Is a tower of inspiration? What's. Why is it so grand? What what's important about it? It was built so that basically all of the um the inventions and the um it's basically where the architect likes to work. Oh. So all of his blueprints and his uh inventions, his uh ideas, it's yeah, it's kind of like his playground, <laughs> to be honest. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, thank you very much for your assistance and guidance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a warm smile. Perhaps we will see you again sometime. And just kind of smiles and nods. Well, shall we? Let's do it. Well, and with that, she walks back in. And as the door shuts, you can hear her say something like, no, 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 no. Sorry. There's someone else. And then she shuts the door. Thanks for listening to Season 4, Episode 7, Curious. Thanks to Kevin McLeod and Raphael Crux for their music in this episode. Kevin's music can be found at Incompetech.com, while Raphael's music can be found at FreePD.com. Thanks also to Sirenscape for providing sound effects. You can find them at Sirenscape.com. out before never <laughs> well you did roll a one i did roll a one man I, but i had <laughs> the plumage that should have that should have gave me an advantage 
no, she said nope, and you blew bubbles in your drink. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, then you stood up and you said, you should just have sex with me. Yeah, you didn't, there was no smoothness, <laughs> no suave. The line dice in virginity will get you no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You should have tried that back in the memory forest. Ooh, dream vodka. Dream taka vodka. Oh my god. The f- only the finest of bottom of shelves. Bottom shelf. <laughs> <laughs> bottom shelf. I'll have the finest vodka a copper can buy. What's it on please. the floor? Ah, I see you found our floor shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best bottom shelf vodka money can buy. It's time to get thirsty. <laughs> or shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, time to get there. Dyson wanders off to the desert. <laughs> I keep staying with me just so I can drink more. Be right back, going to get thirsty. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you'd eat the sand and make you thirsty. That way you could drink more. Yep.